Sneaker, sneaker business, business talk. talk. The podcast you cheer for. Sneaker, sneaker business, business talk. talk. It's the Soul Material Podcast. And we're back. We're back. We are back. Welcome to the Soul Material Podcast, the podcast you cheer for. I'm the OGEO. All right, it's T Mark the Street Shark. We're here to give you some sneaker business talk in true OG fashion. Um, this is something that we talked about um in the backgrounds. I wanted to bring it up to the forefront just to have a conversation with the shark himself, because he is one of the top people that I've known uh, more than my entire adult life on not only getting steals and deals, knowing how to shop, but how the shopping experience has totally changed since um, our childhood to now and uh, the benefits and some of the things that I definitely miss. And once you bring those things to the forefront, so we can have a discussion and you guys can kind of view and measure yourself to see what's hot and what's not right now as far as how things go now. And um want to kick it off with you, Shark, to just talk about um, the benefits now of we talked about these things in previous episodes, e-commerce as far as direct to consumer, but that nostalgia part, what what does this nostalgia mean now compared to when we were growing up? Yeah, I think the first thing that actually comes to mind when it comes to nostalgia is just the you know the optics. I think that's a key word that we use a lot over here um at the Soul Material Podcast because it's about that clarity over popularity. So we're talking about the the optics of just what the store looked like, how it was branded, how the signage um, 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 was put up in the store and the stories that the signage actually told inside the store were actually had way, were way more in depth uh, um, back in the day than I feel like they are now, the way that some of these sign packages are um, executed throughout the store at a merchandising level because, um, you know, I think because of the way that the world changed and, and we communicate, um, it got a little more microwave that the messages like at the store level have to be either quick and direct or like you just assume the customer is already there because they know what they want. And because you're not going to get knowledgeable people in the stores like you used to, um, you know, it's like, you know, uh, you know, this is the part that just makes us see us feel old uh, uh, by saying this. It's just like, oh, you know, in my day, the, the people in the store knew what they was talking about. When I was like, but that was kind of true, you know, like you could pick a shoe up off the wall or you could like tell them a name of a shoe and they would know what it was. You had more people that knew the names of stuff than you do now. Now, even though it's still young people working in the store, you know, it like, wasn't like we were um working in store like as adults uh, you know what i mean so you know but i think we just you know go back to our east bay episode you know we were you know talking about the pride that it was to learn the name of the shoe learn the description of it the materials how much it weighed you know and uh, and then i walk into the store i'm like how come y'all don't know that um, um you know but then some people that you know that was like the tech wreck era um where you had people from different brands to come around to the stores and show you the, some of the new shoes and technology or whatever. And then they like train you up um, so that you could tell the customer about stuff. Um, and they don't have those type of programs anymore uh, from the, the retailers uh, or the brands educating the retailers 
about the technology. It's almost like the, the, we're going direct to consumer with the information. So all the tech specs and everything like that, that goes, that's out there for the consumers, but you know, are do they, can they teach themselves? Um, you know, it's like we lost our teachers, um, of, um, you know, and those, those in-between checkpoints at the store level to relay those messages, drive them home, give them a little demo or something like that, uh, or, or just show you what it's all about. You know, those displays that you could touch, you know, we, we did Reebok where you could actually, where they had the exoskeleton of the, the DMX cushion in it and you could like squeeze it and then you could see the air pods, uh, uh, transfer, you know, all the way up to some of the time in my, uh, retail marketing days because I was heavy in the game when Flywire first came um, to Nike. Um, and we did, that thing was promoted. Uh, to nostalgia. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> to um, you, many vomit you know almost. how many, uh, you know, I was flossing my teeth with, with Flywire. You know, it was so much um, that we promoted um, um, and, and all the in-store displays, you know, you knew I was king display guy because I used to take so much of things home. I just couldn't keep traveling around with those things. But I've had so many big you know, displays from the store and having been someone that participated for a national retailer in sign packages and storytelling that we would tell. And when I when I talk about the sign package, folks, I'm talking about um, like a mall where you walk into the store and the windows have signs in them and then like the rack tops and then the POS, you know, the point of sale signage, they all tell us the same story. It's seasonal. It, it's back to school, you know, and it's, you know, brought to you by a certain brand at that particular time. Well, I, part, I participated in on the team that comes up with all those ideas. And then you work with the merchandising crew to come up with the displays for the actual merch in the in the window to match the artwork. Uh, um, um, you know, I might have been someone that came up with your favorite slogan for the season and you didn't even know you was walking past the stuff. So I think that that's what's different. Like the sign packages um, and the rack tops, the rack tops, the communication on the rack tops, like that's a key element inside of the store because it lets you know what's on there, especially like the sale stuff. You know, you don't want to just see sale. And the only time you see detail is in outlet and factory outlet stuff where they actually have to do the calculations for you. Like if it's this price it and it says 10 percent, it's this. If it's 30 percent, it's this. It's 40. So people know the number or whatever. But that's the most information that you get on the rack top now. You know, what I mean, we used to. How much you know, paying? Yeah, <laughs> Ironically, you, you kind of, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, again, we just quicker with the draw um uh, get in you know how much pay it and get out um uh, you know what i'm saying like there's no experience anymore you, you know to say you know um probably just why you consume the way that you consume uh, uh, because it's not even a consumer experience to even wear the, the products the same way you know it's a flash in the pan it's for the instagram picture it's for the photo shoot or whatever and then it's just like out of sight out of mind um you know so you know but I, you know, tell me about your experience. You know, I'll, I'll dive into customer service in a second. But Definitely. <laughs> and since you're going to dive into that, I'll go into another tangent. Because I was thinking about how customer service has changed on both ends as far as what the expectation is and also um, how it is, for lack of a better word, consumed now. And if it's even appreciated at some point. And if we are now dinosaurs and appreciating what customer service really is as far as its pure definition. But one thing I do miss, Shark, is going into a store and having the flexibility and the time to just try on a shoe. And it just seems like unless you're going to an outlet now, there may be a factory outlet to where 
Um, a thing may not be so much in demand. It's just impossible now to just see how a shoe may fit. And as we discussed in previous episodes, you may bump into a situation where you have your favorite shoe and your favorite model, and it may be remade again, but two colorways don't fit the same. So um, having the flexibility to just do that, I definitely miss. Now, I know that there is easy things going on now as far as return policy and so forth. But again, the touch and feel that, hey, I need a 10 and a half and that and 11 that. Let me try a 11 on my right foot. Let me try a 10 and a half on my left foot and see what's going on. Just I just miss those days. And that may just be too old now. But the whole popcorn experience and just kind of just rolling with the punches and glad that you just got it and maybe too tight or maybe too long, a little bit too big. I know with you, Shark, you don't mind returning things back. But I know so many guys, it's like, I'm just glad I got them. And I'm just like, but they don't fit properly. So what are you going to do? And having a hassle of having to trade and, and this, that, and the third, when um, I just miss that aspect. And even with some clothing that, you know, go high in demand, once you or- order it, you know, you may get a, a, a waist that may be, you know, two inches too tight or too big. And then you go back to their website and it's just gone. And it may be optics. It may be a true sellout. You never know. But as I learned from you with artificial intelligence and everything that's going on, um, what do you believe? And what I did believe was getting up on a Saturday or on a Friday night and just going and just touching and feeling the product. And it's so much that um, I still have from those times that I'm glad I had the opportunity to. And then going out there, sometimes we talked this in previous episode as well. You know, you may catch a deal or so forth. You may not catch online and um, may catch an employer say, hey, we kind of slow. You can use my employee discount and those type of things. So I definitely miss the touch and feel aspect before you purchase, not just being happy that you were able to uh, get a lottery or win it and wait for it to come in and hope that the quality is okay. Hope there's no scratch on it. Hope that, you know, don't like it was worn. Hope that it's not a factory defect. Like, no, when you walked out of the store, you paid your money and you knew exactly what you got and telling someone, Hey, that right shoe is messed up. You mind switching that out? I just missed those days. Yeah. I mean, you didn't even have the options. I mean, you know, when it comes to, you know, the, the returns and everything like that, like, you know, it actually has been impacted because not every store, you know, have these stores and change their return policies for credits and all the other stuff for that, because we got a lot of people not buying for the intent of actually wearing the stuff they, they're buying to sell. Um, so, you know, it actually discouraged people from trying stuff on, you know, I actually give it an experience of shopping at, at sneaker con, um, you know, and, you know, being a vendor at one at some of the beginning of it, you know, I actually, I will tell you that I was one of those vendors. Like I hated when people asked me to try on the damn shoe because I'm just like, to the counterpoint is I would say, this isn't a store. You know what I mean? And then it would be like, and then I'd be like, put out a piece of cardboard and be like, yeah, like you got to step on that. Like you can't just go raw on the floor. You know what I mean? Because and then at the end of the day, I'm trying to sell something that's dead stock. Um, uh, you know what I mean? And I hate it when I'm live in person. That. Someone want to try something on, try it on, then be like, yeah, I'm good. You know, um, you know what I mean? And I'll be like, yo, fam, like you just like undes my shoe. Um, 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 you know what I mean? Now, I think that the consumer has changed on the varying degrees of what a shoe, a brand new shoe is, um, you know what I mean? Because you have to know that if it's in a store, a new shoe is just new, it's not dead stock. Um, 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 you know what I mean? Unless it's factory laced, 
You just bought a brand new shoe because anybody could try the thing on. And now you done seen where one of the shoes is unlaced or look dusty at an angle or something like that because somebody uh tried that tried that joint on and what you gonna say no well because that's how most of the stuff worked um um um, um you know what i mean because you didn't have this online option to go get stuff back in the day anyway um so it was store or bust uh in the first place um unless you call it ebay uh, um but then you couldn't try nothing on and i think that we've lost savvy as well because we already gave you this tip a long time ago so some of our new listeners here's a, a, a deal before you buy stuff online, go try the stuff on in the store. You might get a new experience in the store. Uh, um, you know, and like, I get it. It's frowned upon in some retailers. Uh, um, uh, but go to your sporting goods store. Go to Dick's Sporting Goods. Go to go to Moe's or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Got to go to Moe's um, because they got team shoes that's the same model. It's just the, 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 the generic colors that you ain't really going to buy. But it's the same model. Try it on. Some of these models, you know, are tighter here or there. Like, you know, but in our culture, you'd rather just leave a gazillion comments on people's record. How's the fit? How's the fit? How's the fit? How does someone as a stranger know what it's going to fit like for you? Uh, on your foot. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you right now, my left foot and right foot are not exactly the same size. So how the heck is somebody else that I don't know going to tell me how one of my foot is going to, you know, one of my feet is going to fit in this particular shoe, right? You know, and you got to know your phone positive size. You got to size. You got to know your Hirachi size. You got to know your LeBron size. You got to know, you know, so many, you got to know your feet you wear uh, uh, size with Adidas. Uh, um, you know, you got to know your Yeezy size. They're all curry size. Got to know your curry size. They are all different sizes. Um, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, what's going to happen with that? Um, um, you know, do the people in the stores know that? Half of them are just runners now. Um, 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 you know what I mean? They're not educating you. They don't even upsell. It's, I don't even. I was like, do y'all not get commission anymore or any other incentive to? do more while you're in the store and like sell stuff I actually get disappointed when people don't barely they talk they barely talk to me but then they you know because i probably look like a customer that knows what i want so it's just like you need a, you need a size whatever all right big man um uh, you know what i mean leave you alone but because i've actually talked to people and have said that that it was like well you just look like you know what you wanted or whatever you know what i mean and i'll just like so I don't look like a gold mine. Uh, you know what I mean? I would follow me around and try to get credit for themselves. Um, 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 you know what I mean? And then upset, you need some socks, you need a shirt. Did you know we got two for 30, whatever here? You know, you want to have, you know, like they don't, they don't do none of that stuff. Half of them won't even store locate to their own store somewhere else. Um, 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 you know what I mean? I was just like, I don't know if they changed the way they pay some of these people or whatever. But well, Shark, how much that is our fault though? Because no harm, but although they are getting paid, you're dealing with customers now who feel like that's a waste of their time and, and although they're in the store. So I know that's part of the job, but at some point it's gotta be some exhaustion to say, why am I even doing this? I'm getting paid what I'm getting paid and upselling right now. Is it the employer's fault for not having employees that are following by it? Or is it the employee that's saying, I'm tired of customers just come coming in here it's both, and not want to sell? You gotta you know, have a base plus incentive or bonuses or something like that. Look, Here's a key, a buzzword that you had to be there and know. You gotta get your multiples up. Multiples up, multiples. Good old multiples. If you don't know what a multiple is, you did Ooh. not work. And there's a certain store. I'm not even gonna say the name. If you just don't know, 
you didn't work there. Um, uh, um, uh, Remember the know, multiples contest? Oh my goodness! That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like oh, that was shoe cleaner heaven. Uh, um, you know, with the, with you know, when you tr- get somebody and do the display on the on the box and be like, yeah, and then you spray the water, Jonah, and then just beads just fall off that joke, and then they're just like, oh, this is magic. You know what I mean? How many? Um, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love the. The spray upsell over the socks, um, uh, be that I mean. But when we had a contest on the multiples and stuff like that, like, come on, um, uh, you know, so like that wasn't like I feel like it was fun, um, uh, you know, you know what I mean, like on again, both ends, exactly, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know what I mean. And then it's just like, um, what did that's the experience for the customer that they don't get because now it's like you got a customer experience. First of all, there's someone was sitting there measuring your foot. You know what I mean? Like, you sure you got this? You know, like, because, and then they suggest that this size runs like this. And then you might want to, you know, what do you, what activity are you doing? Like, I remember being trained to speak in those terms of like, what are you going to use the shoes for? Um, uh, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, oh, you're a runner? Oh, okay, well, let's go over here. You know what I mean? Like, do you have plantar fasciitis? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, all these other terms. Do you have a wide foot? Da, 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 you know? And then, like, you know, I always started with basketball because I know the, the most about the aesthetics of the shoe and how it performs for your type of game, you know? And because I could be like, oh, yeah, what's up, yo, you big man, you you a forward, a power forward or whatever, you probably need this, um, you know, and then I go over here and be like, yeah, you need the, the jump man pro quick because you get you a guard like over here, um, uh, you know what I mean? But you need the, the strong uh, for the big man, uh, but the quick for the, um, um, you know, for the guard. So like that type of stuff, you know, I felt like, I felt like I was doing a service, um, um, you know what I mean? And, um, and then, that made the upselling less intimidating to me uh, uh, because it was like the person walked away not feeling sold. They felt like they got what they needed. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't even know I needed this, but now I saw the need and I got it. Um, 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 you know what I mean? Like I can, my, the life of my shoe going to last longer if I can protect it like this. Um, um, uh, I thought it was just Scotch guard for boots and, and stuff. Um, um, you know, I didn't know I could do this on premium leathers and stuff. Um, so yeah, um, I really love that. And then it was like, don't let us have like a T-shirt sale and contest or whatever and try to move some of that back stock, uh, uh, um, you know. And then you work at a particular store that the manager's cool and y'all like, I just talked about rack tops. Y'all might make your own <laughs> own sign and table uh, uh, just to uh, uh, speed it up because that manager going to like it because they, they competing for the store level against other stores. So, <laughs> uh, you know, however they get it, as long as, the numbers is clean at the end, but yeah, experience. Um, uh, um, you, you know what I'm saying? And we talked about this in other episodes, but just the nostalgia of the stores or the footprint crisis. Look, it's not even, I mean, the, the aesthetics, you know, not even the product on the wall. You know what I'm saying? The aesthetics, you know, like I might have stayed in a footlocker a little bit longer because I was watching the NBA on NBC um, because they had the TV on, um, you know, and I was like, damn, I didn't know the Bulls was on, um, um, uh, you know what I'm saying, or the CBS, even the CBS, um, you know, they was on, uh, we're going to see some bird and magic, uh, uh, um, you know, on the TVs up in uh, next to the big hoop and the scoreboard <laughs> in, uh, in Foot Locker. I mean, it, you know what I mean? So not all the other stores had TVs and stuff like that, but, you know, I just love those nostalgic displays. Like, I can see World Foot Locker in my head with the, you know, just the, that was one of the cleaner uh, uh, versions, because that was where they used, like, 
you know, the white mannequins and the plastic, the clear plastic, you know, uh, backdrops and stuff. And it, it looked space age for what it was. You know what I'm saying? Like that store looked like a phone posit max if, if you personified that uh, for what it was at that time. Uh, 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 you know what I mean? It looked like. We talking about what two and let people know we're talking about with the 2000s right right now early 2000s yeah like late 90s early 2000s to, to for something to look futuristic like that you know, you know what i'm saying for that type of store um in those um showroom style white uh um um uh, pieces and and chairs that you could sit in and stuff like that you know i always thought like some of those displays where i was just like some of this stuff is too high up that you can't even touch it like but then i thought about it and i was and i would always be like well that's part of the nostalgia you know what i mean, you know what I mean? and that's part of the customer service to, for someone to come up with them long hooks uh, um, you know what i mean they had to get it for you um and then there's there goes the engagement I, we just lost engagement um and we're in a you know, I'm going to use a buzzword here and say omni-channel uh, uh, retail environment. It that you know, for those that don't know, that's a real business concept for where retail has actually been trending the last few years. Um, is it's just more of a seamless experience uh, um, all the way through. And 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 an omni-channel means however many different channels of communication, they all like bottleneck into one ex seamless experience so it's omni-channel experience now begins digitally online and it goes through all the way until you your point of purchase whether that's digital or in person or whatever so that's why it's seamless um and then now we have these open air stores or whatever nike's already doing this where if you're if you have your bluetooth on and your sync and you and your nike account is on like you can actually just walk into a store get recommendations and then it'll just start pushing stuff to you right mm -hmm. and don't have like your nike plus app where you're like a runner and all the other stuff it'll start telling you the deal of the day and all the the stuff that caters to your running style and everything like that it'll push whatever the deals are uh, uh, to you and again that's omni channel seamless experience and they, they, they've been doing that more I feel like I was at a conference where they were talking about Nike in particular. It was actually, I was listening to a, a speech that looked like a TED talk from an executive from uh, MasterCard and they were talking about Nike. Um, and they were talking about how, yeah, this was like four years ago, three, four years ago, um, where you can just walk in the store, uh, uh, you know, and then they just start pushing notifications to you. Um, you know, and I know Under Armour experimented with a little bit of that too. Uh, um, um, you know, so you're like syncing up to the store uh, um, uh, when you get there. So, and then like all your buying history and all the other stuff is around there, you know, factors into the algorithm of what gets pushed to you. Like, did you know we had this in your size? Um, um, you know, check aisle E. Um, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's um, the experiences. Getting more digital and, and the more you don't embrace technology, the more you won't understand all of the benefits that are going to be there for you because um, it was hard catching coupons uh, <laughs> back in the day. Um, you had to actually talk to somebody and be in a retail environment. Where it's like you, a hookup almost. Yeah, but you didn't talk to them like hook me up, but it was like we got a relationship and I know you can do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it was like more savvy managers that was just like, you don't let the sale walk away if you could just take, you know, the difference between a sale or not is taking off 5% because it was a display shoe or 10% because it was a display shoe. Like you do that. Like you do that.
Understood. It's funny you mentioned display shoes because I have to mention this because we're in an environment now in which um, there are a whole lot more buy, sell, trade shops than ever before. And most people that will probably tune into this podcast are more than familiar with them. But talking to a few owners of these stores from Carolina, Baltimore, New York, and so forth, not using the language that they use, but there has been, um, I'll just say, a great request out there for uh, consumers to stop filling up on the shoes that are on display. So on one end, you're mad if you go to a flight club or somewhere where the shoes are in plastic. But on the other hand, when you go to another store, they're not in plastic and you know what you're looking at because you are a quote unquote sneakerhead, but you just have the shoe in your hand and you are literally finessing and filling up the shoe five, 10 minutes and going to the next one. It's like, yeah. okay, is that shoe dead stock now? Or what is going on? And I, it's just so funny because that is a trend now and it's almost like, Certain customers will come every week and just do that and never buy anything. And I think that the owners now know those people like, oh, here he comes. So it's well, funny I mean, how that's becoming a trend. You know, I'll go back to the sneaker con experience because that's similar to where people put their signs up and say, don't touch. Um, you know what I mean? And they'd be like, you know, grab the Freddy Krueger dunks. Well, how much for these? Um, you know, it's like, first of all, get your greasy hands off this thing. Uh, uh, second of all, um, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't for you if you got to grab it and ask. Um, uh, um, uh, you know what I mean? You should already know. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're like, yeah, that whole just touching stuff, um, uh, you know, it's just like you see with your eyes, not your hands. Um, um, uh, we speak with our mouths. We listen with our ears. Like, you know, what, what just happened? Um, but people, you know, I've actually seen the pranks where I was like, now this is dangerous because somebody will get hurt. Where they, where they do it on purpose, where they go up to someone that say don't touch and then they touch it and like, hey, 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 you know what I mean? I was just like, yo, you're messing with people's money and their their, their products. Like what other product do you do this for, right? Mm. If you had, if you were selling jewelry and you know what I mean, do you just go up, do they just go up and let you touch it? You know what I mean? And, and like, no, they putting they putting gloves on themselves, um, you know, and they're like, they're going to sit there right there. Here, here's the mirror. Let me hold it up. I ain't even going to clamp the thing. I'm just going to hold it up uh, and make it look like it's around your neck. Um, but, you know, they won't, you can't do that nowhere else. But here we always be trying it, um, um, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I think that that's, um, that's a no-no. Um, you know, for those that have been shopping for a long time, that's not a flight club exclusive experience, you know what I mean? Go to your 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 hookup spot they them shit was them, them things was in plastic a long time ago <laughs> um, 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 you know what i'm saying um them, some of them mom and pop stores so i ain't mad at you uh their shrink wraps was just it wasn't a full shrink wrap you know what i mean like they plastic was like a little hard on it it wasn't like the, the shrink like wrap a hard was, shell yeah like it still covering. had air in it you know what i mean like it was it was like yeah like molded plastic you know what i mean like it wasn't the shrink wrap. As soon as heat hit it, it all just conforms to it, like some of the, the stuff is now. So it's um, funny because I met, you mentioned now. I mentioned some stores in Georgetown where the plastic actually cracked because it was on the shoe for so long. Where that's you could what tell I'm saying. I know that you know, and then you know, and then like some of them old shoes, and then the the sole been there for so long. <laughs> um, 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 you know what I mean? So um, and then that like that that helps speed up the oxidation. So sometimes that that display shoe in the plastic. Got yellow way faster than the uh, the, the right shoe that you got to get. <laughs> uh, um, 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 you know what I'm saying? So yeah, display shoes. It used to be like common practice to to like people didn't argue when you asked for a couple dollars off the display shoe. You know what I mean? But you know there were other stores that you knew like it was all display. You know because again 
we've talked about like uh, um, your uh, rack room shoes and famous footwear. Those used to have like real stuff back in the day. You know what I mean? So that all that open air stuff, even Payless had real stuff, um, not your generic uh, 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 stuff that you get right now. And then you have your, you know, um, this is regional now that I'm saying this, but like sneaker stadium and mm-hmm. everything like that, you know, um, where you actually got to try on, like, it was like, imagine like DSW for athletic shoes. That was sneaker stadium. Literally. I call it a shoe plaza. That's what my dad used to call it. He used to call it a shoe crazy. plaza. That was the first spot that had a basketball court inside with a literally with the cage. Um, uh, you know what I mean? Like you really hooped in there. Um, so that's um, you know, that around that time that 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 experience of trying stuff on. Um, I think I think people need to. You, you didn't lose it. You just stopped doing it. Um, mm-hmm. You didn't lose the opportunity. Uh, um, but I would try again. They, my advice for your auto acquisition is to try these stores that are sporting goods stores first um, because they're meant for the trial owners. Um, you know, they're meant for the, they won't stop you because they're meant for people that are going to perform in those shoes, you know, but you go to some more of these mall stores and, you know, these half of these boutiques, they'll never let you try nothing on them. You know what I mean? So you definitely got to know what you want. Um, and then, yeah, half the stuff is no return. So you got to know what you're doing. Um, so listen to the soul material podcast, practice your auto acquisition. Um, and you'll be well on your way uh, for a better shopping experience. Definitely. And in closing, Tony, I would definitely like to recommend to folks just have a mixture. You know, like you mentioned, sometimes it's good to just go out there and touch and feel. But for the most part, like I said, we're in society now where everything is instant gratification. Um, everything's quick. Everything is convenient with Amazon on the return policies with them particularly. It's like, hey, no questions asked. Just return it. But getting it back in a size that you want, depending on the demand, good luck to you. So with all that being said, um, I just miss the old way of doing things. But at the same time, technology has its advantages and you've got to balance it out. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do it. Um, there was technology was in being introduced um, in the past. We tried to, you know, you know, you can look up stuff in the stores doing your own and everything like that. So like you, like you just said, um, you know, use the things to your advantage. Just find a new way. Um, it's, 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 you know, old or new. Um, change is inevitable. Um, you know, so find a way to make the best experience. Um, and stop paying all that money. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Gosh, it's hard-earned money. Enjoy yourself. Have Don't an attitude. Exactly. Have an experience like you know that whole shopping experience of going out on a Saturday and copping some shoes. It should not be stressful. It's not that serious. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Go uh, get what you want and walk away. Um, um, happy doing it. Um, get you a pretzel from the food court or something, and uh, you know, feel good about yourself. All right. Uh, that's because the shark and the OG said so. All right. So that's another episode of Sneaker Business Talk in the books. Um, so signing off is T Mark the Street Shark and OGEO. All right. So material out. Peace to you. <laughs>